It's the big show, Call to the Pen HQ, with the big guy, big mouth, from the Big Apple, Big Johnny Stud at John McGaza on the Bird app. Give me any time of day, any day of the week. Brian Rose, Buendia, what's going on, everybody? Man, what a weird day. These, these half slates, we should, all, we should all just get the day off. Come on. Right or wrong. So we got a bunch early on. I really want to be consistent with the delivery because it really does mean a lot to me that we're thinking about the commuter crowd, and all the people listening on the way home. So I am going to start with the three night games, which is so weird, these odd scheduling days. And then we'll circle back. I'm going to get some of the daytime stuff. There's going to be plenty of time. Like I said, really weird one. So today's like a wham-bam. Thank you, man. We'll be in and out of here in a half hour probably. Not wrong with that, right? A little short day. I was up late writing. It's a God, the nerdiest article that you – that you ever did see, but I will not bury the leaf, my people. Right? If you follow me here, you deserve it. I, I ran tons of correlation and stuff for just in season and like just chase whip. If you're playing fantasy baseball rest of the way, just chase whip and the rest will take care of itself. Literally just chase whip. Everything and nothing, like nothing else matters at all. You know, strikeouts or ground balls or fly balls, literally nothing else matters. Just get whipped. Because the BA and Raisin Babbitt with the Raisin home runs, right? You put that stuff together, what do you got? Bibbidi Bobby Boop. When you hang with us, fastest show at MLB, absolutely anywhere. Make sure you rate, review, and subscribe. That was fun to do a little detour, right? We have some time. You know, and that's always the stuff that I love the most. Again, you know, when you talk about the feathers in the cap, this being the restaurant where the chefs eat. You know, and I take a lot of pride in that, that. People who want to learn come here. People who are in, like, quite literally involved in the business. Come here. Let's take a second. Hack tip our people up at TSN north of the border. Maddie Cause, if you're listening, thank you very much for platforming us. You know, our little Sparta operation here, right? We may be small, but we are ferocious. My goodness, we are ferocious straight up. And that was just so validating, right? Kind of a lion in the mouse moment. Our little thing here as we scrap and claw towards 900 and hopefully 1,000 subscribers on a YouTube channel, hit the button and the thumb and whatever cartoon logos they've added since I started rambling because that stuff matters more than it should. Support your boys. Here are calls in the pen, redheaded stepchild of the Hammer Betting Network. All right, let's dive into it. Three late ones. It's orange birds, black birds with orange vests. Kyle Gibson on the bump, on the road from B-more, going to Tampa to face the flat fish of Florida and Tyler Glass now. On the mound, man, there is. I mean, uh, we often talk about regression here, right? You come here for the nuance and the context. We popping the hood on these pitchers, looking for regression. Looking at you, Kyle Hendricks, he weaseled away from us yesterday. I didn't get my Washington first five, of course, you know, whatever eight hits and a hit by pitch. There were one for 10 risp in the first five innings, you know, Hendricks escaped. And someone gave me a hard time on social media for calling him lucky. Oh, my God. Then referenced Sandy Koufax, of all people. I don't know. Twitter is a strange place. Kyle Gibson, 115 innings so far. 477 ERA, 135 whip, 730 OPS. Like, this guy is just a jag. But the earn run indicators are probably right in line, right? Nothing above five, but nothing below four and a half. 
10% came on his BB, 10% swing and strike. Really just a guy, just a guy, just a guy. Too many balls, though. I'm a bit surprised with the control. Something, again, that I like to add on my pitching sheet. If you're into that stuff, Stuart Durris, what's up? Good morning. Multiple Gs. On Twitter, we'll direct you to the sharpener link and all my data. I really think it's helpful to start to understand how we put together the tapestry here, right? So days like today, I get to take a little more time to explain how we come to these conclusions where when we have 15 games in 40 minutes, it's just freaking impossible to do all the explanations. Jeff L, good morning. Capos left and right. Again, you know, the, the sharpest people just come here. And again, it's a testament as much to the comment section as to me, right? If it, we sound arrogant, whatever. you got to be able to kind of push up against the line of confidence and arrogance. Hopefully you're surrounded by enough positive people to throw you back, right? That's a, kind of the key. Surround yourself with positivity, not negativity. Feathers in the cap are flying. Let's get back into Kyle Gibson, just a guy. Tons of contact. The thing I want to mention again was the, what I put on the sheet is adding ball rate, right? Percentage of balls opposed to just walk rate. So his walk rate's below eight, which is like average, but the ball rate above 38. Again, 36 is about average. 38 above really bad. 34 and below really good. He survives in the ground ball, 47% ground ball for Gibson, keeping the ball in the yard. Though he has gotten hit hard, right? We're going to remember, too, also another lesson, right? Lessons lessons are plenty today. One of the questions I get a lot, fantasy betting, baseball analysis in general, people ask about hard hit rates. There are different ones. One you may find on, and how they can be so different, right? I, you may hear two consecutive podcasts or live streams talk about the same exact hitter in the same exact time frame, quoting hard hit rates. One talking about being low, one talking about it being hot. And it's possible that it does happen. So in case you're awarded fan graphs, uses BIS, that's Baseball Information Solutions. It, they have like a proprietary algorithm, but there's also a subjective element. Somebody is actually there. So there's a human thumb. And it, you're not going to get credit for ground balls. Not any ground ball, but most ground balls. Whereas the other hard hit rate, generally the higher one, because it's a more broad description, is Savant that's 95 miles an hour. So you can see where if you're a worm-eating ground ball machine, Vlad Guerrero, not to kill my Canadian friends, they just prop them up. But a guy Guerrero hits the snot out of the ball as far as exit velocity. But when the launch angle is really low, some of the really hard hit ground balls at feelers are not going to be considered hard hit balls where they are in Savant because they cross that objective measure of 95 miles an hour. When we know that there is a correlation between slugging and exit velocity, which is why we use it. Right, intuitive hard hit balls matter. But again, just a little bit of something there. Context and nuance. Learn something. Why don't you? Right? Learn something every day. You'd be surprised how much smarter you're getting. Over a time frame. All right, so back to Kyle Gibson. He's had no answer for lefties. That's probably where he's going to get in trouble today. <laughs> Excuse me, sorry about that. 294 batting average allowed to lefties, 810 OPS, sub 17% K rate. And he's just been okay on the road, struggling last. I don't know. I, I, I listed his 30 days. It's not a true 30 days. I don't just clip 30 days. Eno at the Athletic has done work on pitch stabilization around 400 pitches. And there's something to that, right? And I think we know we kind of know that intuitively also. Pitching changes more quickly than hitting Chad Rink. What's up? You 
the trajectory of a pitcher can change more quickly. Delivery, pitch mix, velocity, biomechanics, and stuff like that, where hitters are really trying to be consistent and then having a long sample will help you. Pitchers, you want the whole sample, but again, I've been talking about this all year, but it's the truth. If you're still looking for like positive regression from Lance Lynn and Alec Manoa all year, you, know, you got cracked. You got beat up all season legit. You did. And again, beginning of the year, I, I think you should, right? 200 innings. These guys are strong. Strikeouts. After a while, you got to kind of let it go. Things are changing. So Kyle Gibson probably in some trouble today. Up against Tyler Glass now. 378 ERA, 125 whip, 723 OPS. But that just does not tell the tale. Right? The Sierra at three. Came on his walking array at three. XFIP below three. Again, I mentioned that corridor of work I did at the Athletic XFIP so far this year. And again, that doesn't mean too much, and I'm very clear about it, not overreacting to it, but XFIP was the most correlative to in-season ERA of all the estimators, except for expected ERA. His expected ERA is elevated because he was getting touched early on. So back to Glasnow, 35% K, 26K minus BB, 36, 33 half CSW, excuse me, 38% rate. These are just popping off the page. Right, he gets ahead, he wins in the zone, 82% in zone. Contact, 45% ground ball. So, I mean, it's just everything. Too many hardy pulls, too many barrels so far. But, again, Glass now coming off of injury. We know the ceiling for him. And I, I think patience is a virtue when it comes to guys that have this kind of skill level. Right, last two outings, he went six, gave up one, struck out seven. One before that, five and two-thirds, gave up one, struck out at eight. Then struck out 11 and 12 in the games before that, even though he gave up a couple runs. Gotta think it's wheels up for glass now, like ace stuff rest of the way. Baltimore offense has been really good. It's gonna be a true test. 290 batting average, 364 OVP and an 869 OPS for the Blackbirds. Last 500 plate appearances. Those are all top three in the league on the back of a strong disciplinary basket. Single digit came on his walk as a team in that time frame. 88 zone contact, 49 hard hit. Like, think about the combinations, right? And why I don't want the show to just be number, number, number. But again, I mentioned the tapestry and have those things speak to you, right? Have the stats sing to you. Because they don't strike out, because they make a lot of contact, then you go to the bow rates. So it's going to be a really tough it, – it's a tough sledding. Also, Baltimore hitting lefties extremely well. Oh, oh I'm sorry. I had my, my McClanahan, uh, my race aces. Either way, right, he's hitting right. He's pretty well as – as well, Baltimore, that offense, looking really good. So I don't know if I really want to pay the juice here. You go into the bullpens, probably get the Spider-Man GIF. Similar ERA, similar whips. Both looking pretty good on the season. Tampa Bay has corrected course a touch as of late. They have a sub-one whip last 45 innings, 188 batting average allowed. So I guess the, the play is probably, it's probably Tampa here. I don't think I'm going to get with the juice, though. Algo agrees. Tampa kind of with the clear. So it's like, oh, man. I don't I don't like to force action on light days. Tampa might be a money, lay, a money line play, Jay. Keep that in mind. Because I do like them to win. But I don't want to give it the full innings. But, man, we got stunned yesterday. Red Sox lost to the A's. What an embarrassment. Anyway, A's offense is decent, but I like Bayo. I'm taking that 100 times, have 100. Next up, Stephen Matz is back with the Cardinals on the road. 115 dog in Wrigley. 
against the Baby Bears, Marcus Stroman, and the Cubbies. Matt's 486 ERA, 1-5 whip OPS right at 800 on the nose. I mean, it's pretty ugly. 13K minus BB, not getting ahead. I also have some con um, control metrics on that sheet that I mentioned. can be helpful sometimes to explain it. And I have I, I called it miss percentage. It's quite literally a middle, middle metric. Savant has those colored boxes. It's quite literally the center box. Now, again, idea not to be too broad stroked, but it depends on the pitcher, right? So Glass now, McClanahan, guys with filth strider, you're more willing to look past misses, technical misses, because the stuff is so filthy. But when it comes to a guy like Steven Matz, you don't want him missing 8% of the time. Think about that. 8.5% of pitch is really, really bad. Opposed to Strowman, sub-6, which is excellent. 7 right in the middle. Not inducing chases. This is Matz. He has suppressed some hard contact, but I think he's in trouble. Again, as a lefty, these kind of righty splits are going to get you in trouble. 309 batting average, 846 OPS on the season against righties. And they're really struggling on the road. 324 BA, 835 OPS. ERA north of six. You know what? Since I got a second here, who do we got? There's got to be a player prop for us here somewhere. Strowman's been awesome. Sub three ERA, whip just above one, OPS south of 600. Just excellent, excellent, excellent. I mean, obviously, the disciplinary stuff is going to struggle a bit, right? But providing the walk rate is low, it's below nine. The swing strike's not going to be there because he's kind of pitching to contact that number up at 90%. But 59 ground ball, 21 fly ball, it's just 28% hard hit rate on BIS, that first one I mentioned. It such such a small number. Maybe the lowest there is, definitely lowest in the slate. Three and a half barrel, half a home run per nine for Stroman. The reason I was mentioning the Cubs props, I got to stop going up against the Cardinal offense, they've been downright awesome. They're up off the mat. We know they're highly talented. So as much as I like Strowman, as much as I maybe even like the Cubs, I, I just got to stop going up against these crazy good teams that could light you up, and then you have to hope to catch up. Oh, sorry. Of course I botched. Of course I took all that time to ramble and then botched my split. But I got it right here. With Cubbies, I thought I was going with Dansby out. I thought I was looking at Saya. I thought I had had my mind on Saya as a right. It was actually versus lefty. It's, it's Haps of a split. So let's get Haps total base up. That was the one, man. We were hitting this really early on in the year. We had a lot of luck with Hap. He kind of entered his down phase. Now he's been looking good again. We also over the bases with Hap. I love those plus money, man. You know, it's plus 135, plus 140. I saw that one. So we're going to look to take advantage of the really awful mat split and stay away from the Cardinal offense. Though I do think at 135, the Cubbies probably get it done. The bullpen's been a bit of an issue, though. Five and a quarter ERA, 411 Sierra, 1-3 whip for the Cubbies last 31 innings. 45 ball, 9% barrel, 2.3 homer 9. That is going to get you in trouble. And again, we know the... we No, 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 no. No parents. Sorry, I got sidetracked. We know the Cardinals offense up off the mat, like I mentioned. So I don't think I'm going to look to tempt him with the Cubs offense. So I think Cubs are good. Let's smash the half one. 
Again, if the ticket is a little skinny today, that's fine. Maybe I have some action on the early stuff. Next up, I don't want to bury the lead. This one I know I got was one of my stronger algo hits. I like to share. You know, listen, I do sell this stuff. Again, we just dropped the price. It's only $20 rest of season. You get, like, all the data you could stomach. I really think I get some great feedback from some sharps that I know use it. And I think for a couple cents a day, it's well worth it. See if you have a whole bunch of Chrome tabs and everything is formatted to kind of highlight some of the data that we go over so fast because I don't have time. But, you know, that bees allowed, that stuff on the road to combine, it really is really helpful. And, again, you see it all in one place every single day, plus bets. I don't know. How could you go wrong? Maybe you learn something. So next up, again, the algo scores, which I do per doubt as well. I'm just way over the, the four and a half here. So I'm hoping that didn't go – that didn't shift yet. No, it didn't quite yet. So let's hit the over four and a half at five. Well, you know what? Actually, Jay, pump the brakes one second. As I'm saying with Oakland, I generally go over full game, but that's okay. We could just go over the, that five because I have that strength. It's so high. Let's dive into it. It's J.P. France and Hollywood Hogan Harris. J.P. France and the Astros minus 190 dogs. I can't pay that. Yes, 3-3 three, three, ERA, 126 whip. However, we did mention liking the Oakland offense. Regression monster coming for France. XFIP over 4.6. Sierra getting up near 5. Only a 17% K, single-digit K minus BB, 38 walk. I don't know what the opposite of a bully. We need I, – I, I need to come up with a, with a clever word for that. If you're unfamiliar, new to the show, thank you very much. We do appreciate it. Trying to bring you that smoke, you know, all the way through the year as people get into football. That we're trying to keep that passion, you know, keep that energy flowing. Always challenging the brain every single day, right? You never stay the same. Get a little bit better every single day. Again, you know, you'll be glad. And again, nuance and context at the source of it. So if you're new here, we use a, I call it a bully metric. Adding first strike to chase rate when they come up over 100, right? A great first strike rate is 65. A great chase rate is 35. Put them together, what do you got, right? You get to 100, you get somebody that is bullying the opposition around, right? He's getting up, he gets ahead, and then makes you chase his garbage. And I've always kind of sunk into that for F5 betting, which I call the race to 15 outs. I'm not sure what the opposite would be. 56% first strike, 26 O-swing, 38% ball rate. You wonder why. How this guy has survived. So he's been extremely, he's been extremely lucky, in my opinion. 271 Babip for France. Righties have been a nightmare for him. Lefties the same. 252 batting average against each of them, believe it or not. Again, surviving on the road with the low ERA, 218 ERA on the road, but a 4-5 X FIP. Sierra North of five less 400 pitchers thrown. I'm not buying it. Whole Hollywood Hogan Harris Heroes. 6-5 ERA, 1-5 whip. OPS get up near 800. XFIP came out as walking ERA in Sierra at 5 or above. Double-digit walk rate, not any good. 37 ball, only 20 whip, 55 first strike. And nearly 10% miss rate. Remember the DDB, what's going on? Salute. Welcome aboard. Thanks for joining us again. As we moved over to the new time slot, you know, we were really afraid we were going to lose some of the steam, the failings, right, that 300 shell and it happens but such is life in the big city i'll be bringing you some football stuff too so don't feel like i'm, I'm out there in the cold yes please rate review and subscribe hit the like button that shit matters more than it should
man, that is more than it should. There's nothing worse than losing a show you love that's free, right? If it's free, it's for me because you didn't press a like button. It's so ridiculous. Like, that's ridiculous, right? Uh, we are up before the crack of dawn humming to bring this show, man. It is not easy. It's a lot of work to trade you for a cartoon figure. Let's get back to the Hogan heroes. Okay, another opposite bully. So JP was 56 and 26. Hogan is 55 and 25. Just awful. Absolutely awful. So you got to think he's going to get smoked as well. He's got no answer for anybody. Lefties and righties, minimum 260 BA. Lefties with the 280. And he's been terrible at home, which is generally thought of as a good pitching park. 5.86 ERA for Hogan. 5.57 XFIP. Almost a one and a half homer nine six four ERA last five hundred pitches. You get to the offenses, and I, I guess this is where it is. People are kind of selling the Oakland offense short, which I think there's something to that. But at the same time, they're adding new pieces, and I think you always got to be careful with that. We've seen that happen with Detroit, Riley Green, Kerry Carpenter. We've seen it happen with the Nationals. Lane Thomas, C.J. Abrams, Heimer Candelario, even Dom Smith waking up a touch here and there. And then I think with the A's too, right? Well, at one point, Noda, it was out. one point, Rooker, it was, he was out. But now, Bledane, Geloff, and Soderstrom. Just making the A's look a little more like an actual lineup. So I think that's part of the suppression here. And again, you know, people see, I think the public sees the 3-3 ERA for France. I think public sees the, um, the the teams, right, the jerseys, Astros, and then the LOL Athletics. And it's very easy to kind of jump on board against that. And I think that's where we try and kind of bucket. I want to bring up the Oakland lineup and see. So, yeah, you know, to leave with Camp, he's whack, of course. But like Brown, Seth Brown, Day and Solderstrom, and then, then all of a sudden, the guys who do kind of suck, a little bit at least, like Peterson, I don't mean to knock these guys, they're baseball players, they're awesome athletes, but I mean, a guy like Peterson, Jace Peterson, I mean, this is not a 3-4-5 hitter in the major leagues, if there's something that you like about him. You know, a guy like Cody Thomas is up. Again, Brent Rooker, these guys need to get bumped down to this 6 7 eight, nine. We're now there's a bit more rotation in the lineup. So we're way over the 4.5 here. Jay's kind of flipping you through the menu. You know what? It's a perfect time, man. Let's do the bet stamp thing. Jay, take 30 seconds. I'm on the bet stamp app, please. All right, guys, uh, you know the drill here. Uh, the easiest way to improve as a sports better is to use multiple sports books and to always get the best odds. Uh, we recommend using an odds comparison tool like Bedstamp, like you saw on the screen there. Bedstamp simply just compares odds across every sports books for games, futures, and player props. Save time and money by checking Bedstamp before you bet. Download the app today. And if you see the link on the screen there, betstamp.app forward slash call to the pen. If you head over to that link or click the link in the description or in the chat, uh, it'll take you to a page where you can uh, open up multiple sports books. So if you don't have them, you can open up the links through there and it really just helps support the show. D Rock Taco Core, how do you do? Welcome back. Jake, that's a pretty let's I'm gonna try and get into that. When we do the split slate, that's a perfect time to talk about the app again. You know, I mean listen, the thing sells itself. Whatever. I mean, I've been using it the second you see it, at least, even if you're not necessarily using it to bet, and I do suggest you do because the live the links are live. You want to read the tape, right? It's a trading term. 
but it gives you an idea of which way the market is leaning. For example, the 4.5 that we like, you start to see other fives on the board give you an idea of where the market is leaning and vice versa, right? I'm telling you, want to keep an eye on the general market bet stamp, make it extremely easy to do just that. All right, let's get up into the early games and see if we can put something together. Okay, maybe we could do like a double. We got, all right, I got three games at like 1230, and then we got like three games, one, one, and three. I don't know, maybe we could do a couple pairs or something like that. All right, let's get an early parlay going. All right, I think we want to go F5s with this one. Okay, so let's see if we can get the half run with Zach Gallon and the Diamondbacks against Strider. Listen, of course, Strider is excellent. We know the Braves are excellent. But, man, I got Gallon right there. And I, I love to get the plus price on it. And it's a pretty decent price. It's near E-Money. Like, so you get a, what do we got, like minus 110 or something like that? I'm so blind. It's funny. I can – if I – Maximize my window, everything else maximizes except for the screen. So I think I like the Diamondbacks through five getting the run. Feels like it's not so greedy. We know the Diamondbacks offense is really good. We've even seen Strider hit, you know, he's hiccuped a, a, a bit. People expect him to just go out and kill. He's got a 4 8 ERA last 400 pitchers thrown also. Again, we're not looking to kill Strider. We're looking to get out of this one with our, you know, balls intact 1 1. 2-1-1-0, you know, 2-2 two, two at the worst. So I like that. I like the Arizona play. I'm trying to confirm stuff with the algo as I go. I, I have I have Atlanta ahead, but again, I could have this one at 2-2-2-1. Two, 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 Range of outcomes. Next up, it's Giants in Cincinnati. You know, I didn't see the F5 board. Same thing, too, with the other Reds. I'm not sure his favorite. Damn, I wish I could read that thing. Man. I can't read it. If the Reds are, are dogs, I like Abbott with the half run. Especially because we're going to pair it. you got to pay a bit of it. I mean, it's like a waste, dude. I just can't see it. So I thought I liked Abbott in the closer, but again, my algo is like, is, is so, so close. So if we're going to pay juice, maybe we just go with the straight F5 on Cincinnati. Save the juice and risk the, the push, right? Again, when you're parlaying, always lean conservative. That's why I was leaning towards the half runs, trying to get away with the tie game is what I meant to say. Next up, I know I printed this one at San Diego, so let's just go with that one. We'll pair those three. That is going to make our early – we have a good little afternoon delight going on. I like that one as well. So I'm going to – I'm gonna hit. I'm gonna spank this one in real time myself. I actually got plus money on the Arizona F5. So people, of course, make sure you're shopping that one around. Oh wait, did I did I not? Milwaukee and Philly. I skipped. I like that one. Man, I like that one also. You know what, Jay? Let's do because I did print um, San Diego as a straight play. Let's do that because right, we're up to four. So I want to share my I want to share my best stuff with people, if I can. You know, anybody that's sticking around with the show this point in the year, I'm, I'm well, that's not so unbelievable. Sorry, I'm not like a fly. fly da, 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 da. So let's do that one. 
Right, so can we get San Diego F5 straight? And then we'll back it up. And I think I want to add Milwaukee into the early one. And give me Corbin Burns. He's an even money against Tywin Walker. I think we have the edge there. So let's roll out our parlay. Jay, okay, again, F5, Arizona run line, back in Gallon, Milwaukee, F5 money line, back in Burns, Reds, F5 money line, back in Abbott. And then we're going to go straight shot on the Padres and Snell. Perfecto. Mundo. A little bit of action. Yeah, a little bit of action, Jackson, for everybody. Never hurt. Never hurt anybody. There were a couple, there were a couple more. It's Kopech and the White Sox against Quintana and the Mets. I was kind of leaving this one alone because we haven't seen these guys. Padres F5. I want to stick with yeah, Snell, Snell, five and dive. Five and dive. Hopefully, you know, he walks guys sometimes. He throws too many pitches. He's not really efficient. And he's facing the Blue Jays that can be patient. Sorry, I blew through it in a bit. San Diego and Snell have Toronto in the Bassett Hound. Bassett's again been up and down, but Snell's just been ridiculous. Again, race to 15 outs. It's for it's a total with the variance, considering the variance in baseball, and then the fact you shrink it down to 15 outs, that's something I've kind of learned to embrace. You know, we really think you have the edge, as scared as you may be of the Toronto offensive, not. It's not Texas right now. It's not Atlanta. Even though we're going up against Atlanta, it's gallon. It's 15 outs. You know, you got to be confident that you're going to score one. You're going to score two. So, Jay, I like that one around. Right. Wait, wait. Straight play, San Diego. The other three are paired. And we're going to we're gonna bang unless – yeah, I don't want to be – I don't want to be too, too, too robust. Those other three, by the way, sorry if we lost anybody. I'll back it up. And I got like a plus 675, plus 700 on those three. Sorry, sometimes live TV is going to be a bit bit of a circus. The afternoon games, as I'm looking at it, I think I'm off it. Though. You know what? I want to add one other straight play, Jay. Because we have time, I don't generally do this, but we have the entire day now that the show's on at 930. The, even the 3 o'clock game, we got five or six hours. I want to go Detroit full game against Kansas City. We've got Lorenzen v. Greinke, and I saw minus 125 or minus 130. So let's bet that one straight also. You know, I want we want a couple of straight plays. We're going to be clawing back to green, get everybody in, um, you know, feeling pretty good about the wild situation. You know, we had some trouble, people. If you're following around the bet stamp, they they track it, which is fantastic. But the mistake that we probably made was going live right off the bat before we kind of had our teeth sunk into how the show would go, how robust the tickets would be. So you'll notice that like it's not truly proportionate. So again, we're doing our best to climb back. So 125 for the Detroit money line. Which I I really like, you know, Lorenzen. <laughs> LOL, the All Star stuff. All you want, he's been good. Sub four ERA, one thirteen WHIP. He's not walking batters, getting ahead of everybody. Seventy percent first strike, excellent. And he's been very good on the road. Greinke, I'm just not buying it. Five four ERA, eight hundred OPS, and he's been bad at home, three hundred batting average allowed in his own building. Lefties in particular just killed him. So get you Detroit lefties in the lineup, 331 batting average, 930 OPS against Frankie. So, again, the ones that I really feel good about, we want to – you want to bet those straight, right? We don't want whatever the Braves scoring against Gallon to throw it off. The Snell F5 that we really like in Detroit. So that's it, everybody. Let's get out of here. That will do it. Fast to show on MLB. Absolutely anywhere. Take that one to the bank. <clears throat> and you know it. Yeah, I guess a couple of program – Notes as Jay scans through our plays for the day. Sorry if it was a bit 
of Jambalaya, you know, these scheduling days are really tough. I never know exactly what we're going to get to and to what extent. And then with the new time slot, yeah, a little more time in the vine. I feel a little more comfortable putting straight place earlier on in the day. Again, the commuter crowd, we're thinking about you. You know, we are. We, we have you in mind as much as we love our DJs. If you're listening to the show live, you still are, you know, six hours in front of everything. Or three hours with these 1230 games. So rate, review, and subscribe to the show on YouTube and press the buttons, thumbs, bells alike. Five-star reviews to the front of the line for our podcast people because that stuff really, really matters. You want to show back and give it a five-star review. All right, I guess that'll do it, man. I got football stuff coming. Check me out on Twitter, at John McGazer. The football style, I try to make everything so, so cheap. I'm going to emulate the baseball side. So you're going to get cheat sheets up the wazoo heading into the season for fantasy. You're going to get ranks, write-ups as I get to them, tracking the the football ranks with a downloadable CSV. for You can upload it to Underdog or use on your own to organize. And do waiver ads every single week that you're going to uh, email alert about. And that's going to be $10 for the entire year. So, you know, I always try and – I've really been trying to make it my goal to – give people the avenues some more of the more premium content out there without beating them over the head. And then for the sharper people making it cheap enough that you don't have to choose between my stuff and the other expensive stuff. I mean, for 10 bucks, I don't know. My work's not worth 10 bucks. I'm like, screw you. The door's over there. So enjoy the day. Enjoy the games. Done with the book. Enjoy the pay. And remember when you work this hard, there's a lot less like luck. We'll be back tomorrow. Special guest Mark Zinno from ESPN Radio, Ben and Sharp. And then I'll be on past the prop. With player props of monotone football, make sure you check that one out at noon. Yeah, getting into the week out. I love it. We'll be keeping on the K leaderboard. You know it. Brian Rose, Matty Dub, D Rock, we love you. We'll check you tomorrow. Peace.